0: Welcome to Vibrant Life Episode 41. My name is Jessica Parker. I'm a holistic health coach with a master's in health psychology as well as a fitness instructor. Today we're going to talk about medical freedom and what it means for you or to you. And what I really want to do is kind of like put a couple things in your mind to chew on and maybe go research. So I am somebody Who used to really just go with the flow, so to speak, in terms of health and medicine? Um, I listened to what, you know, quote, experts told me and just, you know, did the things I needed to. I've never really been um, someone who's had a lot of medical intervention in my life, whether it be medication or surgery or any of that kind of stuff. And I grew up in a family that was fairly healthy and active. But with that, all that being said, you know, I just never had a reason to question anything. So I do believe that those of us who have made decisions to kind of go a different route have all had some kind of a reason to come to this precipice, so to speak, to where we change things and we start questioning and we start researching, which I've definitely had, um, both with family members, myself, my son. So, and it really led me to do what I do, you know, to become a holistic health coach, to uh, go to school and to dive more into holistic health um, and health psychology, to put all the pieces together in terms of, you know, root cause medicine. And that just means instead of, I have this problem, what medication do I need to apply to that to like stop the symptoms or surgery perhaps? what. I prefer and what I practice is that, okay, I have this problem. Why? (laughs) And how can I change things in my life to where the problem isn't there? Because our bodies are so smart and designed so beautifully. It's like, you know, when there's a problem, it's like the check engine light in your car blinking. And it's not to where you're like, oh, well, duct tape, put it over the blinking light, you know, that'll solve it. It's, it's, really necessary to figure out why the light is on maybe you're out of oil maybe there's some kind of a leak somewhere maybe there's some kind of an issue with a belt you know like we need to figure out the why and actually fix the problem and i'm not saying that medication is like never to be used you know i always use the example of when i had my son i had extremely like painful labor and um I was all about the epidural and even with it, I still had so much pain. It didn't really work that well on me, unfortunately. Um, But in my opinion, there's a time and a place and I really value that we're all very different. We're all on this like pretty big spectrum in terms of what we feel about all of this. And I value the opportunity to make my own decision for my body and for my son and for others to be able to do the same. So with that being said, I want to bring up a few things, especially because, you know, in this day and age with the whole vid thing going on, we have this this mindset of you need to do what I think you should do because it's for the good of everyone else. Right. In 2017, PubMed, you can look this up, um, published some information about recent studies and we've, I feel like we've all heard this, but I wanted to actually look it up and give you the information um, that medical errors are estimated to account for as many as 251,000 deaths annually in the U.S., making medical errors the third leading cause of death. So I think a lot of people have heard that, but you can actually look it up. It's not something you know people just like say. Error rates are significantly higher in the U.S. than in other developed countries. And at the same time, less than 10% of medical errors are reported. So with that in mind, it's more, you know, kind of validation to me that, you know what, I do want to do my own research, right? I do want to make sure that what is happening is something that I really firmly believe is the right approach I know that doctors have training and all of this, I get that, but I also believe it's my body. I reserve the the right to do my own research and really decide what's best for me. The next thing I wanna bring up has to do with nutrition and health. So Harvard put out an article stating that, despite the connection between poor diet and many preventable diseases, only about one fifth of American medical schools require students to take a nutrition course. Most medical schools in the US teach less than 25 hours of nutrition over four years. And actually, less than 20% of medical schools even have a single required course in nutrition. Um, That should outrage everyone. (laughs) It, It does me. And I have sat in rooms with family members and listened to advice that I know is wrong because I have a lot of training in nutrition. And I have seen it work with clients and myself and family members. And so um, it's very difficult to sit there and listen to things where I I really feel like it's just kind of textbook. Okay, we're told to say this. And so I say it, but they don't really understand it. And they really haven't gone through any training in terms of nutrition. So they really shouldn't even talk about it, in my opinion. Um, well, the best thing would be for them to actually have training in nutrition. So um the last thing that I want to add here is that I, I did used to work for a doctor and mainstream medicine, I think that everybody who's ever been a patient can say, you kind of feel like cattle. You kind of feel like a number. You're in, you're out. You have 15 minutes or something like that, right? Identify the problem, diagnose, and then prescribe medication. Identify the problem, diagnose, Prescribe the medication, that's how it goes. And you leave sometimes feeling like, okay, or I had more to say. You know, I remember working in a doctor's office and seeing this. And at the same time, that's when I was really starting to dive into holistic health. And I was in school and I was doing all this research, and it was mind boggling to me. And knowing also that the doctors, you know, they have this much time with the patient, and they also don't have any extra time. To be doing this research, you also, on top of all that, have the pharmaceutical reps who are coming in and who are bringing us coffees and lunches and all those things. It used to be way more than what it is now in terms of what they were allowed to do. And I'm not suggesting that that doctors are getting bribed, um, but I am saying that you know these reps are coming in; these doctors don't have any time to actually dive in and do research because when they're between patients then they're like dictating their notes and filling prescriptions and all that you know and they're just like patient 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 i mean it's crazy and so the time the information that they are given is from pharmaceutical reps here there are these issues happening nowadays we have a medication for that you know and they get this little snippet of you know this little presentation But that is not research that is not an unbiased perspective you know this is somebody selling something so i'm not blaming the doctors i'm not saying that they're bought off i'm saying we're in a situation kind of like when you look at the school systems these days and it's you know you have tons of kids you know to one teacher and it's just gotten harder and harder on teachers to be able to control the classroom and to navigate and to teach well when you have like so many students to one teacher to one adult I do feel like that there's a problem there's a breakdown with the system and it's just this like wheel that's moving really fast you know and doctors are just trying to keep up and the training is again you know identify the problem diagnose and then prescribe right that's what they know that's what they have time for so I have had experience with um, a functional doctor and um, some holistic medicine, you know, dealing with my own issues. And if you've listened to any of my stuff, you know that I have mercury toxicity, which mimics MS or can cause MS. And I am in the process of mercury detox anyway, but that is not something that you would ever hear in mainstream medicine, right? So I have definitely, gone to many, many, many doctors and experts and, you know, trying to figure this out myself, which I've spent hours upon hours upon hours doing my own research and trial and error with certain, you know, supplements and, and lifestyle changes and things like that. And I'm doing really, really well. I'm not asking for advice is what I'm trying to say here because I get it all the time, but um, I'm doing really, really well. It It's a long journey, but I have had the opportunity of, you know, having different experiences with Doctors and medical professionals who are more holistic, more functional. And the first time I went to a functional doctor, she sat there with me for an hour. <laughs> I was like, What is happening? I mean, you literally have an hour and she's asking me about stress and sleep, you know, and hormones. And she's listening to me, and making eye contact w- with me and taking notes. And, you know, and when I said, You know what, I'm really curious. Uh, Because like the zinc and copper ratio is very important. That relationship with those two minerals is very important. And um, I suspected perhaps I was deficient in copper and I wanted a test. And so I said, can we please check this? Yes, we can check that. Um, I wanted a full thyroid panel not just your TSH or TSH and free T4 and she said yes we can check that she ordered the test if you go to a mainstream medical doctor um, I can pretty much guarantee that they will say we don't need to do that or why would you do that or we don't do that you know I've heard it all from clients I've heard it all I even had my son's doctor say because I wanted a full thyroid panel for him because he is hyperthyroid and I found that out because I suspected it and I had them test and they said, well, we don't do that. And I said, well, you're going to (laughs) because I'm his mom and they did. And I was right. So my point, I'm not trying to, you know, bash mainstream medical practitioners. I, I really like have a lot of respect for a lot of them. There are some out there in mainstream medicine who are actually making their own effort to um, look at things more from a root cause perspective and i love that and whenever i hear about that in my community um, i know that that's somebody that i can feel good about sending one of my clients to um so i will also say to kind of like round this out that i have worked with lots of people who have changed their health and improved it so much that they've been able to wean off of their medications and i am not a doctor and I have not told them, okay, this is how you're gonna do this with your medication. I help them with their diet and lifestyle and then they work with their doctor and they can come off of their medication. That's not something that I'm involved in, but it's a beautiful thing to watch when people feel better and better, they come off of these medications and some of the issues that they've been having came from the medications. I've also shared in here before that I have a family member who was on several different medications at one point and then diagnosed with fibromyalgia, which, you know, if you're not familiar, like a lot of pain and achiness um, in the muscles. And she one night went to the bathroom, passed out, hit her head. And all of this led to not her doctor, but a family member who was in holistic medicine looking at all of this this was like years ago and up in Washington and and he was looking at her medications and said well these ones don't get along essentially that's why she had five or that's why she was diagnosed with fibromyalgia she did not have fibromyalgia so um another like missing piece when it comes to mainstream medicine I've seen that a lot so in a nutshell I am basically saying, you know, I reserve the right to do my own research, to be my own person, to make these decisions for myself, for my body, for my son's my son's body, his health, and I believe that we've really come far from that in in terms of what's gone on in the last couple of years with the whole vid situation. So i'm encouraging people to stop and to breathe and to think about all of this and to do your research instead of listening to like quote the talking heads i saw some little thing some little clip of a newscaster and i don't know who it was or when this was but she was talking with another one another reporter and was saying something about how it is our job to shape the narrative i mean that's what she said it's our job to shape the narrative and that's what is shocking to me and frightening to me is there are so many people that I listen to, just people, you know, or I see them share certain things and it's basically like regurgitating information that they're hearing these talking heads say without understanding it or without, you know, giving it a second thought or having empathy for somebody else who might've experienced something different then they're programmed to believe. What does medical freedom mean to you? That's something that I would highly encourage you to think about. All right, if you want to get in touch with me, I'm at thatvibrantlife.com. I do offer a free consultation if you're interested in working with somebody to improve your health. And you can also find me at Facebook, That Vibrant Life, and then Instagram, that underscore vibrant life. Have an awesome day.